Okay, he's back in the house, Body Science Happiness Ambassador, Luke Mathers. How are you, mate? Mate, very happy to be here, always. You're always happy, though. That's your thing. What we're going to talk about today, which I think people are going to love this, we're going to talk about curious habits around food and exercise. Plan. Let's rip in. Welcome to the Body Science Podcast. As always, the information contained in this podcast is for the information purposes only and is not designed to diagnose or be prescriptive to treat, prevent, or manage any injury, disease, or other health-related condition. Welcome to Body Science HQ, the world of fit, happy, healthy, and I'm going to throw on the end of that, we're going to lock into some curious habits around two big topics, food and exercise. So Luke, you've just launched a book called Curious Habits. It's mm-hmm. your third book. It's my third book. Yeah. Yep. Uh, for those people that don't know who you are, you spend your time with other companies, individuals and athletes talking mainly around stress but all the and leadership, but all those things that that lead to reaching your own goals. Is that is that a good way to put it? Yeah, pretty much. I like to, I like to think of, I, I might not have any answers, but I've got some really good questions. Exactly. And I help people look at things another way. And that's why you wrote the book, Curious Habits. That's why I wrote the book, Curious Habits. And I love it. So let's rip in. Curious Habits around food and exercise. I'm keen to hear what you- It's probably the biggest one. One of my biggest curious habits was I would go on a mission to drop some pounds and I'd, I can nut it out if I have to. But the whole time, every time I tried, tried to do that in the past, it always felt hard. It always felt like I had FOMO. I was missing out on things. I was struggling. And it was always took heaps of effort. And one of the hassles from understanding how our stress system works is that willpower works until it doesn't, all right? And if yep. we're trying to use willpower to change what we do, it's going to work until it doesn't, until you throw stress in there, until you throw turmoil in there, until you throw lots of temptation in there. Temptation. Temptation. Love temptation. Did you think of our new moose buttering bars when you said that? They are the bomb. Oh, how good are they? Anyway, let's move on. Don't, let's not stop on um, New Body Science moose bars, Barbot Chemist Warehouse and Woolworths. But it's one of the things about Curious Habits is that Every every habit has the same structure. Every habit starts, there's sort of two types of habits. There's default habits and deliberate habits. Default and deliberate. All right. And a default habit is something that you'll just do because you do it. All right. And at the start, it would have started off with a cue, something that got you started. It then had a behavior that you did and that behavior would have had a reward. Mm -hmm. All right. One of the examples I use in in the book, Curious Habits, is I I talk about pies. All right. And I love it. I used to love pies. All right. And what I'd do, we'd go, we have pie nights at the footy club and I'd go there with my dad and we'd we'd have a pie at the footy and you've got all of these beautiful memories of eating pies mm-hmm. all right and with your dad you're watching footy you're watching Essendon and lose well that's a good day for me yeah so but pies and pies and feeling good and nice happy memories are were intrinsically linked when i got into my 30s and 40s and you know my weight wasn't quite what it should have been and you know i i'd still like pies and i still had that pathway of see pie eat pie pie is good but pies would give me indigestion the, the pastry and stuff didn't sit well in my guts. They made my pants not fit anymore and all of that sort of stuff. So the reward from eating pies was gone, but the habit remained. I still kept doing it, even though they didn't make me feel good anymore. They didn't, you know, the good part of it was gone. And there's a thing in, in psychology called reward invariant. And reward invariance is what happens when you do a habit, whether you get the reward or not. Okay. All right. And one of the problem, one of the things about a lot of our curious habits is the reward's gone away. It's not there anymore, but we're continuing to do it. Because, so why? Why do we do that? Because the pathways are there. Okay. The pathways in your brain, yep. your, your, your thinking's going to follow the, the most used path. Yeah, gotcha. And so what we've got to do is is we've got to catch ourselves, find out what the cue is, and then catch ourselves at that point and wait for a minute and then choose the deliberate result we want. All right? One of the other examples I talked 
about when I was in optometry land, I used to get agitated at about three in the afternoon, two or three in the afternoon, because I'd been going all day, talking all day and just needed a break. And I was yep. the sort of boss that would never have a break. Yep. And I used to go and drink Pepsi Max and eat chocolate chip cookies. All right. And for about 10 minutes after that, I'd feel good because I'd had a break. And you know, basically, I was feeling agitated and I was feeling anxious because I needed to needed to have a break. And instead of just having a break and getting my, my autonomic nervous system to come down and calming the farm, I went and ate chocolate chip cookies and Pepsi Max. So I, so I threw sugar and caffeine on top of an agitated system. You're yeah. not the first person to do that. So I'm not worry. the first person exactly. to do that. So what I did, and I had a, I had a, a mentor of mine point this out, that what are you after? What, am, what do I want at two o'clock? And, and is, what this, I wanted, is that the first step in you being curious in this process? Yeah, yeah it okay. is. What am I after? And yeah. what I was after was to not feel agitated anymore. Mm-hmm. All right? I wanted to feel calm. I wanted to get my parasympathetic, my calm and disarm part of my part of my system to go and just feel relaxed. And I was trying to do that with Pepsi Max and chocolate chip cookies. That doesn't work. It's an interesting um, theory when you think of it that way. Yeah. So caffeine, caffeine and sugar is rarely yeah. a good thing for anxiety. So what I would do then is I, I he gave me the idea to lie, lie on the floor in my consulting room and I'd breathe into my stomach for two minutes. I'd then get up and take notice of how I felt. And I felt great. All right. So instead of having chocolate chip cookies and Pepsi Max, which was my default loop of, with no reward to it, I stopped and did belly breathing. I called them air burgers. So I'd stop and I'd stop and have some air, some burgers air burgers for a little while. And then stood up and took notice of the fact that I felt calmer, I felt relaxed, I felt good. And then went, yeah, that's great. You know, next person, but let's get back to work. So you didn't go look for food after didn't that? Didn't go look for so food that after that. Stopped your, that was the thing that was... I was searching for food as my way to calm yeah. down, all right? What I didn't, what I was thinking is I wanted food. What I, what I was wanting was to calm down. What is my other way to get to calm down? Yeah, nice. And if that's kind of what Curious Habits is all about. Here's where you are. Here's what the cue is. What do you want to get? And what are my alternative ways to get that? And the hassle is we don't do that. We take our first shitty response. Our first shitty response was chocolate chip cookies and Pepsi Max. Didn't help, but I'm going to keep doing it anyway. Rewarding variants. What we want to do is use that cue as I'm feeling agitated. I don't want to feel agitated anymore. I want to feel calm. Let's get curious about what my other ways to get to calm is and let's try some of those. You've lost quite a few kilos too by the look of things. Is that all part of your strategy to change your life to lose weight? Yeah, well, again, that, you, you look at just your it's words a, with a that. great calorie reduction strategy. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Mm. It is because let's face it. How many lo- cookies? Well, you'd, I'd say I'd have two, but I'd usually have four or five. Yeah, exactly. Right? So they're you're lying to yourself as well. Yeah. But that, I, one of the things we, we talk about in this is that there's a whole bunch of things, particularly around food and exercise, that that they kind of, you'll get sold this idea that here's a really easy solution to food and exercise. And you've got a word for that, haven't you? Yeah, I call it brutal optimism. And brutal optimism is a bit like, you know, those ads from the 90s where some Muppet with fluoro shorts on is going, yeah, we've got eight minute abs. And if we've eight minute abs, you too can have chiseled this and all of that sort of rubbish. Seven minute abs, but that's yeah, fine. Seven minute abs. <laughs> but there, there's that there's that one in something about Mary, like he's gonna have six, six minute, minute abs. abs. Yeah. Six minute abs will be great. Yeah. But that's kind of what brutal optimism is. The the marketing departments in these places sell that shit that this is gonna be really easy. All you've got to do is do this. Yeah. All right. And when it turns out to be not that easy and people fail and it doesn't work and I don't have abs after doing my seven minute workout, then I then start to feel even more shit about myself and my go-to way to, to, to make myself feel better when I went shit cookies. about myself was cookies and Pepsi Max. Yeah. So there's this sort of spiral Can of- Can you explain to me just why it was Pepsi Max? Because <laughs> it didn't have sugar. <laughs> didn't have sugar. So the, delu- <laughs> the delusion God. that it hasn't got sugar, so it's okay. And one of the things that I did, just to go back to habits thing, is I didn't want to drink Pepsi Max anymore because it gave me acid. And fortunately, you gave me a box of your green tea, your TX100, all right? And 
what happened is I swapped TX100, Pepsi Max for TX100, and I got, you know, 800 mils of water, had that, and I didn't get the stomach upset anymore. I got a little bit of caffeine, a little bit of caffeine in that. It's only like 50 megs, but 50 it's, megs, yep, it's natural, enough that yep. you feel it. It tastes great, and I'm hydrating. And you're drinking and, a lot of water. So basically, yeah. So what I've and done is- And that's why is, people like Chemist Warehouse take it straight white. Yeah, exactly. So what How's I've actually- that for a product plug? Like, is that an epic product plug? It was good. I'm going to pat myself on the back for that one. because. But that, um, I used to be 108, I used to be 118 kilos. So I was a, I was a big- Yeah, human. you've lost a lot of, you look good. But I'd, I I lost probably half of that when I swapped Pepsi Max for so TX100. simply lying down, acknowledging that it was an anxious reaction that was making you want your Pepsi Max and your cookies, mm-hmm. lying down, doing your stomach breathing. What do I want to get out of it? Yeah. I want to feel calm. I want to feel connected to the person I'm talking to. Yeah. I'm not feeling that at the moment. So I'm going to get something that's going to make me feel good. Let's get, let's go soft drink and, and cookies. So you lay on the ground and close your eyes for two minutes and close just your eyes deep, minutes, like, breathe into your stomach. You've got 610 muscles in your body. Yep. One of those muscles links straight to the hypothalamus and the hypothalamus is like the EA of your brain. It yep. controls all of the autonomic stuff. So it controls your heart rate, your blood pressure. It controls how hard you breathe and your diaphragm links straight to that through your vagus nerve. The vagus nerve is 80% um, afferent, which means that 80% of the, the information from that nerve goes from your body to your brain, not the other way around. All right. So by breathing into- Is that your, that brain gut connection they talk about? No, it's a little bit different. That's more a microbial thing and in, okay. in your actual guts, but this is actually more connecting from the muscle of your diaphragm. And what it does, if you imagine your, your automatic normal, autonomic nervous system has like an accelerator and a brake, mm-hmm. all right? Your sympathetic nervous system is the accelerator, speeds things up. That's all your fight or flight, adrenaline, cortisol, all of that sort of stuff. Yep. Your parasympathetic is the calm and disarm, the rest and digest. And what the parasympathetic nervous system does is just calms the farm, just chills everything out. And so your diaphragm, when you're breathing into your stomach, connects to the hypothalamus and says, we're chilled, everything's okay, let's calm the farm. So when I was feeling agitated and I was going to caffeine and sugar, that wasn't helping. No. What I wanted was to feel calm. And that's when I that's when I went to TX100 and belly breathing. Just and you really enjoyed the green tea, didn't you? I mean, it's got the probiotics and the I vitamin C. And I, the, I have two of them every yeah, single day. Two, two a day as well. I almost, because um, I'm into fasting and I'm, you know, I'm over 50 now and I know that I've got a decreasing amount of carbs and I've did a decreasing amount we eat because our metabolism and our testosterone is not what it used to be. I can't eat the same amount I used to or I'm going to be a large human. Mm. And I actually almost use TX100 as like a meal replacement. I know it's not that officially. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're we not going to go that. down that path, no. but no, it's um, it's exceptionally good for increasing the amount of water you drink. Yeah, it is. And you feel full. Yeah. And, and, and it tastes good. It feel, feel good, tastes full. It's got a little bit of, little bit of caffeine in it. it. Tastes awesome. Mm. Um, so, and that's kind of one of the things that you've got. One of the things that we do when we look at curious habits, particularly around food, is we try and replace something that we like with something we don't. You know, that, that there's a story in ancient Greece, just to diversify a little bit, of a story of Sisyphus. And Sisyphus got in trouble with the gods for, for cheating death and being a bit up himself. Mm-hmm. And the worst possible thing that the gods could do, the worst punishment they could lay on Sisyphus, was they made him push a rock up a hill every day. And at the end of every day, that rock would roll back down the hill and he had to push it up the next day. Okay. And I think that's the way we're treating habit change. Mm-hmm. We're doing things we don't want to do. We're doing things that aren't in line with who we want to be. We're doing things that are just pushing rocks up hills or something else uphill and wondering why our habits don't stick. We're trying to get these good habits and they're taking a whole bunch of effort and willpower and grunt work to get them to do. What if we just let go of the rock and just did worked out what the things are going to get us, what we want and do that as an act of love for ourselves rather than doing it from scarcity and lack. And I, I think like that's that. what we do now. As an act of love for ourselves. That's awesome. And that's, you look at how, how we train. We train a lot and we don't train because we have to 
and we train because we're people who train. Yeah. And if you have a look, I, I kind of, this is sort of after I've, I've written the book, I've kind of looked at the, an acronym EASY, E-A-S-I. And if we can change our environment to make it easy, all right. Um, I love chocolate as well. And just recently, I've discovered that if I have too much chocolate at night, I don't sleep very well. Mm-hmm. All right. So what I did is I've got a kitchen safe and a kitchen safe is like a Tupperware thing with a timer lock on the top. All right. They're really cool things. Just just look up kitchen safe in, uh, in, in Amazon or somewhere and you'll find it. And I filled this thing with about a kilo of <laughs> M&M peanuts. I love M&M peanuts. They're great. And all I'll do is I'll go and grab three of them and then lock it. All right. So I've got my little something little and yum, my wife and I call it. So I've got my three M&M peanuts and I save them and I really enjoy them. And I knew that if I had the whole packet there, I'd eat the whole and I'd feel like shit. I'd feel terrible. My guts would be better. I've also noticed if I eat sugar, particularly late at night, you get a sugar crash while you're asleep, which gives you a cortisol spike, which actually wakes you up. So quite often, if you're struggling to sleep, it can actually be because you've had a lot of sugar before you went to bed and your cortisol level rise when your sugar levels drop too much. And so I was finding if I only had three M&Ms, I had my little chocolate fix, tasted good because I'd locked the kitchen safe. They then weren't, because Tim Tams call me from the pantry. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they do to you too, but if if there's chocolate in the house, it's going to call me and I'm going to hear it. But if it's locked in the kitchen safe, it's, it's silent. Yeah, okay. You can't hear it anymore. So if we change our environment, the thing I wanted to do was eat less chocolate. So I've changed the environment so that there is less chocolate. And so it's actually easy to do it. The A is action. Do you get some Do you get some um, relaxation there as well, knowing that there is still chocolate there? It's in the safe and it's not like there's no more chocolate. Okay, there's still chocolate there. I've had my little pieces. I'm good. Yeah, absolutely. Because a lot of that time when you talk about does it call you at night, I think you probably get called more when you know there's not mm. something and you, and you go, geez, I'd love a bit of chocolate right now. Or yeah, this, exactly. Or Hi, I'm Tom Green, Olympic champ from Tokyo. And if you want the best tasting protein bars on the market, you should try the new Body Science Moose Range. Greg, you better be testing those. Mate, they're getting drug tested. Got you covered. There's a thing called object defiance disorder. And object defiance disorder is basically you tell me to do something, I'm going to tell you to F off. Yep. All right. And if you tell me I'm, I can't have chocolate, I'm never having chocolate again, you're not allowed to have chocolate, I'm going to say, where's a Mars bar? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yep. Fortunately, it's another one. You can actually, actually swap it with your protein bars as well. And they can be a good way to get your little chocolate fix. And I've actually you got two of the kitchen safes and one of them is actually full of protein I bars. <laughs> so I, I have I, seen that one. I kind of lock them away a little bit because they're a bit too nice and I can eat too many of them. Well, we did make the 100 calorie bar just for you. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah, you did say I appreciate like 100 that. calorie bar. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so you've got to do the action. So you've got to do the thing that actually helps your environment. So you've got to do the actions. You've then got to put some systems in place. All right. You've got to say, okay, I'm going to have three M&M peanuts after dinner to have my little, my little and yum thing after dinner. That's what I want to do. I'm not doing it because I have to. I'm not doing out of scarcity and lack. I'm doing it because that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, if we get our environments, our systems, and our actions right, we create an identity and that's who I am. Love it. All right. And I think if we can do that and if we can change our habits of this is the sort of person I am, I'm the sort of person that, you know, you, you look at people that don't have trouble with their weight and that's just because of the sort of person they eat. They eat this stuff. They're not doing it from scarcity and lack. They're not doing it. That's just who they are. And I think we've got to try and build habits, particularly around things like exercise and food. I'm the sort of person who eats this. I'm the sort of person that trains every day. I'm the sort of person that... Yeah, not not in that training environment. I think one of the great ones there is, oh, shit, I've got to go to the gym. It's like, wow, cool, I can go to the gym. I get to go to the gym. Yeah, exactly. So. And it, I, I'm doing that as an act of love for yeah. me. Like I have, a, I have a routine in the morning that's unvariable. Like I... I 
it, I just I'm not going to not do it because I'm the sort of person. I know I try to get you come for coffee in the mornings. You never do because you're on your. Well, board. I do. I do sometimes, but I I actually attach and and there's some really good research with this. A lady called Katie Milkman from um from Wharton Business School did some really cool research on this. And what they did is you should attach the thing that you want to do to the thing that you know you should do. So it's want habits and should habits. I love learning new things. I love reading. You know, I host a podcast called Your Next Read and I, I love I love books and learning new stuff. It, one of my words is curious. So, you yep. know, I really love doing that. And I do that for at least an hour every day. I just happen to do it with a Kindle while I'm on my bike right, pedaling right, and yep. sweating my ass off. Yeah, nice. So I've attached the thing that I really want to do, the read books and learn, with the thing I know I should do, which is do an hour of cardio a day. Yeah, that's awesome. And I've put those two together and all of a sudden I'm not Sisyphus pushing a rock up a hill anymore. I'm doing the thing that I want to do and I'm doing the exercise part as an act of love for me. Yep. And you can talk about mindset swaps and all you like, but the moment you're doing something that's in line with who you want to be it actually makes you feel good and you stop and i get off the bike and i look at it like this morning i got off the bike and it did 750 calories yep all right and i don't care about the calories but i do care that i went hard and i'm the sort of person that rides every morning and i'm the sort of person that's curious and wants to learn and i'll come off that and there's nothing bad about that so why would you stop doing it so i'm not pushing the rock up a hill anymore i'm just yeah, doing it because it's part of my yeah. identity and that's the i and the easy so it's environment action systems and identity and once we create the identity you want then you're not pushing rocks up a hill you're the sort of person that rides a bike for an hour and reads a book every morning mate i love that it sounds easy but i think we need to read curious habits first by luke mathers we get this in amazon amazon just type in curious curious habits into, into amazon and you'll find it yeah it's i'm super proud of this book you're not meant to have favorite books but it's certainly my favorite at the moment and um yeah i'm looking forward to coming out on the first of july yeah nice so thanks for listening everyone if you want to contact luke lukemathers.com.au you answer all emails yep yeah nice so uh get in there and um have a chat thanks for coming on board mate thanks mate it's been fun